Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 160 of Process to Profitability. This is the last episode of the season and we will be coming back later in the fall, but I am so excited to chat with Natalie and Lanny today. In the age of the personal brand and social media, it's important to show your face in your business. But effective photos are more than just a basic headshot. Your brand photos need to represent you, your personality, and resonate with your dream clients. Natalie M. Lanny is joining me today to talk about how a brand photo shoot based in storytelling can help grow your business. She also shares her approach to planning a photo shoot and tips for feeling confident on camera. Natalie M. Lanny is the founder of Pictonet Branding Creative. She is a brand strategist, photographer, author, and podcast host. She has helped over 75 entrepreneurs elevate their brands and deepen relationships with their audience through visual storytelling and brand photography. Natalie earned an MBA from the Rotman School of Management and has 17 years of experience in financial services, specializing in project management, strategy, and marketing. During her corporate career, Natalie found the most enjoyment and satisfaction in roles that allowed her to create a meaningful connection with customers. When she took the leap to build her own business, she set out on a mission to connect personally with each client and deliver an exceptional service that helps them succeed and grow. Working with Natalie is a thoughtful experience designed to help clients share the essence of their business as a visual story and instantly elevate their brand. She draws on the unique story of each business and those behind it to plan and capture personalized visuals that allow them to share this story and sell their products and services by building connection and trust with their audience. She enjoys working with women leaders to help them show up online with brand images and strategies that connect authentically with their audience. If you enjoy this episode, make sure to connect with Natalie online or download her free resources from her website. You can find all of those links in the show notes. Hi, Natalie. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Samantha. I'm so excited to be here. I'm really excited for this episode because we haven't talked about brand photography in a really long time, if at all. So this is going to be a fun topic, but let's start by having you share a little bit more about who you are and kind of your business journey. Yes, for sure. Okay, so my name is Natalie Mlani. I'm the founder of Pictonat, and I'm a brand strategist and photographer. And I started my business probably about six years ago. I always go by the age of my second daughter. <laughs> um, and pretty much uh, when she was born is when I decided to leave my corporate job of 17 years to birth this new business of my own. And it was really exciting. Um, I went from being a project manager at a bank, but I always had that creative vein in my body. And um, at work, I would always try to exercise that creativity by doing the extra stuff like social committee or helping to plan events or uh, helping to like fundraise on the side, right? So, but then when I had my kids, that extra time got taken over <laughs> for like mom life. 
And then over time, I just felt this pull. Um, I have a, like a business background and I went to business school and I just started exploring the possibilities of running your own business. And it's, it's very different. I quickly learned, but I just kind of birthed the business. I started off doing um, family photography and newborns. And I, and I chose that genre because the scheduling really aligned with, you know, I can take like portraits of newborns when the kids are at school or daycare. And, um, and also because I was in that kind of mom life, Mm -hmm. then it just, I was just really good with kids and like, I still love it, but I also love like the strategy piece, the branding, the marketing. And that's kind of what I specialized in when I went to business school and when I was at the bank doing project management and facilitating work teams, like I loved that component of just seeing change being executed and managing that transition. So when I started doing brand photography, it kind of just happened organically. I actually started doing brand photography for, for like children's brands. I guess that, that kind of, you know, went well and it, and it almost, you know, like it just was like a natural transition because I was doing family photography. Mm -hmm. So I started shooting for some of the brands and I was like, this is so much fun. And then I was in a lot of women entrepreneur groups and I started uh, wanting to showcase their brands. And now it's, I have a VIP day out of it. Like it's, you know, it's, it's, it's really what I love doing because you can see how it can really help businesses grow and increase their online visibility. Yeah. It's so fun. And I have noticed so many business owners started their business either when they had kids or because they wanted to be able to stay home with their kids. And I love that it gives us that freedom and flexibility, especially, you know, we met in the done in a day group. So we both have VIP days and that really allows for you work really hard on that one day and then you have more time during the rest of the week. Yes, totally agree. It's like, it's like been such a game changer. You know yeah so you mentioned you really love the strategy piece of brand photography and i think that is something many of us miss all we think is we need a nice headshot to put on instagram and our website but the strategy is so important so i want to start by talking about how brand photography overall helps a business Yes. Brand photography is a, like a, it's, it's like a total game changer. So now with everything online, it's really important to set up your like online virtual storefront, you know, even as you know, with like doing web design and graphic design, it's, it's just when someone lands on your online space, you want to showcase that you mean business. You want to showcase who you are, what you do, your vibe, your emotion, all within seconds, right? So brand photography really helps bring that story to life visually. And people can absorb visual content like 60 times faster than like written captions, for example, right? So if you can capture that you mean business, you've invested in yourself via brand photography, and they can connect with who you are, then that will really differentiate your business, right? So there could be I don't know, there's so many of the same businesses, like there's so many brand photographers, there's so many web designers, so many real estate agents, but there's only one of you. So that's how you can use brand photography to set yourself apart. 
Yeah, and you really approach this as a storytelling method. So how do you do that? How does that storytelling piece help entrepreneurs and to grow their business, to share things with potential clients and really see an impact? So one of the powers to storytelling is that you can learn so much from a person just by hearing them tell a story. You can really hear and get a sense of how they think and experience that they went through, how they kind of process that emotion. And you can also get like a hint of their like values, their like mission, you know? And so as it relates to branding, when we're going through that strategic planning phase, I send a, a, a discovery questionnaire and ask all the questions about their brands and really get into their heads space on like how they want to see their brands and how they want people to perceive them and feel when they're doing business with them. And then we start to chunk it out into stories. And by doing the storytelling approach and story-based approach, then when we're capturing the photos and like attaching captions and whatnot, you can essentially empower the business to talk about their business all the time without always selling, right? So for example, there like there are some, some commonly used buckets. So there would be a bucket that's just like about me. So that could be some generic, you know, personal branding images that are lifestyle. And you can use those, like it's, those are like super versatile because you can attach any story of the day with that. And then there's also the knowledge bucket. So what does that person specialize in? Mm -hmm. We want to really bring that to life, right? Because we're positioning that business owner as the kind of expert in their field. So, you know, whether it's selling or, you know, doing more spiritual work or whatever, we really want to hone in on that. And then also tapping into their like personal interests, because those are the connection points with the audience that run really deep. Yeah. that will you know what i mean that's what builds the trust and then how does it look like to work with the person that's a whole nother story because how they do business and how they interact with the client we want the client to almost imagine themselves being in that seat and getting that transformation so we just start to really dig deep and then kind of bucket out all the stories and then throughout that photo shoot day then i'm cycling through that that sequence yeah i love that and I have recently done a couple of websites with clients who have really great branded photos. So one of them is an energy healer and she has photos, not just headshots, but like photos of her working in her office that people would come to. And so being able to include those on the website where people can see this is the space I'm going to be in. This is what it's going to look like. This is going to be how it feels. That's so comforting if you're going to somebody's home or their office or their workspace and working with them to kind of see that up front and know, okay, this aligns with what I'm expecting. This aligns with what I want to do and can make connections that way. Yes. And it also ensures that you're attracting the people who want that experience that you're putting out there, right? So there's a little bit more of an alignment and then it just isn't, it's, it's just an overall better experience for like everybody. Yeah. So, you know, you mentioned the storytelling and you help people kind of chunk that out into different pieces, but what is your overall approach to planning a photo shoot? And maybe you can walk us through like how you help your clients on a, for a VIP day specifically to get those photos that they need in order to connect with clients. 
Yeah, for sure. So I have a five-step framework and the VIP day uh, is called the Brand Showcase VIP day. And the framework is all S's. So the first one <laughs> is strategize and that's where we kind of go deep into that discovery phase. So I send the questionnaire to the client, they fill it out and then I take those inputs and create this almost like brand showcase like playbook, right? So in this playbook, I start mapping out the story buckets, drafting out the schedule, and then there's all these other sections like um, if they should have models or who the participants are, um, certain props to bring and I start mapping that all out. And then I hop on a one hour call with the clients and the outcome of that is we review like we review everything together, but I also update it live. Mm -hmm. So it's more a kind of a, a like conversation versus me saying this is what we're going to do. So at least the outline is there. And when you have something to work from, I just find it's easier just to have a starting point. And then the client is also encouraged to share a Pinterest board. Pinterest boards really bring, you know, mm -hmm. the vision to life. And uh, sometimes what I'll suggest is um, you can all like, um, for example, set a timer for 15 minutes and just start pinning and putting in keywords and then take a step back after that 15 minutes and see what's in front of you. What's the vibe? What is it telling you? And that way it's a little bit more of a controlled exercise <laughs> um, in case it's because Pinterest may not be for everybody, right? Yeah. Um, like not everyone uses it or it could just like sometimes when you're sitting there, you just start pinning for hours. Yeah. <laughs> but um, really, it's just to help get that visual element because I'm also getting those words that they're putting into their questionnaire. So the mm -hmm. outcome is we have a more completed playbook and why this step is so essential is because it helps kind of set the mindset for the day. Like, you know what to, so, so the like client knows what to expect. They know what stories that, that we're going to be telling the different outfits that, that we're going to align with kind of each scene, the props to bring. So we cover all of that. And then also for location, I'll do the research and send them options. Um, cause I used to be a, a project manager. So now I still project manage all the photo shoots that I do, <laughs> but it's pulling all the pieces together. So if there's certain things that the client mentions in their a questionnaire like they want an outdoor component or they want a studio that has this sort of vibe I'll start like kind of collecting all the options and then presenting it so these are some of the options this is the pricing this is the location this is how it can all fit together this is the like possible schedule and then we just start um, making those choices on what we're going to do so it's the uh, first phase is a strategy. Second is the setup. So that's where we start putting all the puzzle, like the like puzzle pieces together. And then the third is shine. So shine is when we actually do the photo shoot. And because we have every, like, um, because we have everything kind of planned and mapped out, we follow it, but then there's still room for play, mm -hmm. right? To do things that are kind of off the cuff, depending on the vibe of the day. And that's why I really um, hone in on the client and we feed off of each other's energy. But my goal on that day is to make it a really comfortable experience. So a lot of clients will say like, the experience with me is very comfortable and it's fun. And part of that is because um, I'm, I'm very personable. Like I just work really well, like just bringing you know, people out um, so that they don't feel uncomfortable because being in, in, in front of the camera can be scary, you know, and there's a lot of prep and you're like, ah, you know, all eyes on me. But the magic of it is that it's really bringing out who you are and people, you know, everyone has a story and it needs to be told, right? And then 
um, after the third phase, which, which is shine, it's the, the selection phase. So that happens within a week. The client gets their online proof gallery. They could see all the magic that came together in that day. And depending on the package, they either get all of the images, if it's a full day VIP day, or they'll get to pick package it like, like you know, certain number of images that are included in their package. Mm -hmm. And it also as part of the planning phase. Um, I also asked them like, what are you using your images for, right? If it's for the website, social media, for example, those are common, then I'll be shooting for the website. So, you know, banner images that are wide with the person on one side and then empty space on yep. the other, for example, right? <laughs> and then also, um, I used to shoot a little bit more horizontal, less vertical, but now with the rise of like Instagram reels and TikToks, you need those covers that are longer right so it is pretty much shooting a mix but understanding where the client is hanging out because some people only will do linkedin and not instagram and TikTok. so then they don't really need those long style um, images so it's really understanding the needs uh none of the sessions are like cookie cutter per se and then after they select the photos then that's the showcase phase they start putting out the images into the world they get some tips on how to start using it and i always recommend to start using your images within a week so that you kind of break the ice of getting comfortable yeah. putting yourself <laughs> out there because it can feel like okay well now i have all these images what do i do so there's a lot of care to make sure that it starts getting put out there yeah I love that you do so much strategy and that you mentioned specifically figuring out where people are going to use their images because what you need on a website is going to be very different than what you need on social media. And you don't want to go away from a photo shoot realizing, oh, I needed a banner image for my website and none of these is going to work. Yes. And I have had clients do that and I've had to Photoshop stuff together. And I'm like, if we had, if you just thought about that or your photographer had thought about it, we would have a lot more to work with and having somebody, you know, think about that from the very beginning is so helpful. And even if you're doing, you know, even if you're not working with somebody like you and you're doing your own photos somewhere, like just thinking about where am I going to use these? What is the purpose of these images is really helpful for planning out what you need. Right. For sure. It is. Absolutely. And I'm sure it's helpful too. You know, you mentioned you do the strategy document. Do you need models? Do you need props? All of that stuff. Because so I think so many of us go into these and we're like, I have no idea what I need. I want somebody to tell me all of this. And so that having somebody help map that out is really helpful and can make people feel more confident when they go to the shoot that they're going to have everything they need that it's going to be a really good reflection of them in their business yes for sure and then any sort of expertise or extra things that they want there's always someone that i can help refer them to you know even if it's wardrobe styling for example like i'll, I'll help give some input but if they want like a whole thing mm -hmm. then there's someone that i can connect them with easily yeah so what tips do you have if somebody's nervous about being on camera? What tips do you have for appearing more confident? Yeah, so I really recommend having a conversation with the photographer. That's really key because there's this like connection that happens when you're in front of the camera and you want to feel like you can open up and just be silly or serious or whatever you want to be. 
but also have someone kind of hone in and tap in into how you're feeling and kind of address that as you're working together. So just being honest, like is one thing for sure, like mm -hmm. letting them know this is how I feel. But also a lot of it is like mindset, right? So some of the things that I recommend for preparing is like making sure that you have like a good night's sleep <laughs> and drinking a ton of water the day before because it just helps to kind of like flush out your system and then um, really kind of treating yourself like pampering yourself that that day before as well because it is about you and it can feel nerve-wracking because you're like oh my gosh I'm putting myself out there <laughs> but just like trusting in the process like you have a plan you have someone that you trust that you work with let them know how you feel mm -hmm. and then um also, there's a little bit of like practice that you can do as well, like practicing in the mirror because it's almost like muscle memory, right? When you start kind of practicing some of your smiles in the mirror or certain looks, then you can kind of feel that familiar feeling. Um, so like, I just feel that that really helps as well. And just start to like visualize and imagine how you want people to see you. And you know what I mean? Just kind of stepping into that and really believing and through those kind of steps, then it can lead to a more comfortable day. And also, let me see what else, having something of comfort. So on that day of the photo shoot, following some of your regular routines, like is there a certain coffee or tea that you love or a certain snack or treats, like just, you know, doing all that, bringing all that, and then making sure to celebrate and have something to look forward to afterwards. Yeah, it sounds like so much of this is just making sure you're comfortable with your photographer and I'm sure with your outfits and just feeling like you are prepared so you're not worried about any of the other stuff that might be going on. Yes, and really just reminding yourself that your business has so much purpose and impact for others and this is a way for people to just get to know you a little bit better, right? So that you can help make that impact, really believing in what you're putting out there really helps. Yeah. And I know when I have done photo shoots for my family or for my business, the photographer will tell you to do things that sound like they're weird, <laughs> like bend all of your joints or like whatever, but they know what they're doing. So if you've hired somebody that you trust, you can follow those directions and trust that it's going to turn out as a good image, even if you can't visualize it right now. Yeah, for sure. So what kind of props do you recommend having for a photo shoot? I think this is a piece that people really struggle with knowing what do I bring to a photo shoot if, especially if they're a service provider and they don't necessarily have products to showcase, what could they include? Yeah. So there's a lot of props that are very relatable, right? And the list that I'm about to share may feel cliche, like everyone's doing it, but remember there's only one of you, right? And the reason why everyone's doing it is because it is so relatable. Like it feels like someone is talking to you from their living room and that you're in this shared space together. So the most common one is to have a mug, right? <laughs> to have a water bottle or a mug because coffee, tea, those are very relatable, right? So when you mm -hmm. think about it, if we're doing an in-person meeting, we may be like, hey, do you want to meet for a drink or let's go for mm -hmm. coffee, right? So you're presenting that on camera virtually. Like it's, it's, it's like in a picture, but it's inviting. And through the small detail of a coffee or a, like a tea mug, you can incorporate 
your favorite slogan, brand colors, a pattern, and it's just a hint of who you are. It's very, you know, subtle and it's just for a few shots, but, or that can even be in like a detail shot, like a flat lay, but um, having some sort of drink is, is just, you know, very common. And then you're going to head into how does it look like when you're doing work? So what are the tools that you use? So maybe if you kind of observe a day in the life of yourself, you can notice, okay, for example, right now I have, I'm in front of my computer. I have my podcast mic piled on top of a bunch of my favorite books, right? So those already are things that I may consider bringing, right? So both being podcast hosts, maybe you want to bring a podcast mic, maybe your laptop. And it's like, oh, those shots of people on the computer. But it's, it is the reality of how it looks like when you work. And those are really great images to have even on the website for like next steps or contact me or like how I work. You know what I mean? Like what the process is. And it's just that person looking very approachable in front of their computer or even having that virtual meeting, right? If you meet with people in person, then a kind of prop, I'm just using air quotes here, could be a like, a, a, like physical person. So you can get that sense of how it looks like when you're working with somebody. And sometimes I'll get the feedback like, oh, I don't know who I'd bring or like, you know, you, you just feel that people are so busy and they may not want to come to your shoot and that you're inconveniencing them. That's okay. We can come up with options. We can perhaps have someone come like um, if we absolutely need someone, then I'll say like, I'll, I'll give you a specific schedule. So the person only has to be there during this time. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And then they could be on their way. Or if we are using a makeup artist on set that day, then we'll arrange to have those kind of client facing images at the very start of the shoot so that the makeup artist can sit in and it's just the back of their head. You know, there's (laughs) always some sort of way that we can make it happen. And then the other props that we may use. So we have the laptop, the books. Um, Books I love because just by knowing what someone likes to read, you can learn so much about them. And it's also a way of sharing knowledge. Sharing knowledge is one of the key story buckets that I recommend because when you're helping to teach others and giving, 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 it just helps build that trust. Yeah. And then you can also tag the author. You can pull out quotes from it, you know, and it's just very relatable again. Um, and then from there, I would recommend any accents for the space that you're using that are representative of who you are. So some ideas could be if you are gonna be shooting in a space that has like a desk or a bookcase, then you may wanna add some of those simple accents, right? So maybe someone loves like, I don't know, rose gold desk accessories. So you can bring some of those or like I have a clear acrylic kind of pen holder. I may bring that just as like, like a personal element or if there's uh, couches in the space and maybe you want to accent it with some of your favorite colors and make that couch space your own. So that could be via a couch pillow or like a, a couch throw blanket. Right. And that way it just becomes your own space. And then the other prop that I love to incorporate is like plants. Mm-hmm. So that could be, and it could be a small little like plants that you ha- just have on your desk, or it could be flowers, or it could be something a little bit more elaborate, whatever kind of aligns. But having that piece of life in color. It's just very uplifting. Like that's why people recommend going on like nature walks or going outside when you want to clear your mind, right? So when you see that little piece of life, it can really like make that picture come alive. Yeah. 
I love those tips about making the space your own because I think so many of us worry that, well, my space isn't pretty, so I don't want to have the photo shoot here. But if I go somewhere else and then somebody has a Zoom conversation with me, it's going to look totally different and that might feel inauthentic. But if we are taking the throw from the couch at our house and the coffee mug we actually use to this photo shoot, then we're incorporating both of those. We're getting really good shots in a great space, but it is still true to who we are every day. Yes, yes, for sure. What other tips or tricks might you have for somebody who wants to do some brand photography for their business and they're just in the planning stages, the brainstorming phases of that? Yeah, I feel that so much of it is like fit, right? Having the conversation, just like when you're shopping with shopping for any service provider, there's a certain level of trust that has to be had because um, you want to trust that that person can help you with the transformation. But really, so having like a few conversations and maybe like two to three the most, so that way it's not so overwhelming, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and also asking for referrals from people that you've seen who've had like a great outcome, right? Maybe you kind of resonate with it. So finding the person, following them, getting connected, having the conversation, and then just diving in and really trusting in the process. Because once you have the batch of images, it saves you so much time, right? Like you don't have to think about doing your own selfies or if you want to launch something, next month and have all these sales pages to make or whatever, you have the content Mm -hmm. ready. So I feel that part of it is looking at your calendar for, you know, like whatever you've mapped out for like the the upcoming quarters and, and quarters ahead, seeing what's coming up. And then you can weave that all, like tell your photographer that these are the things that I'm planning, speak to your web designer or whoever that you're working with for your um, creative team, and then just start capturing that content. You can literally get it done all in one photo shoot and then be set to launch whatever you want for the rest of the year in terms of like marketing and whatnot. So I I just really believe that it's such a time savings um, Mm -hmm. and to just do it. (laughs) do you have any recommendations for how often somebody should be updating their brand photos yeah so there's a few different um approaches to this so one thought is because there are certain businesses that launch a lot you know like they launch like for example maybe they have like an intake for a sleep training program or a mastermind and they're they're like launching every quarter and they're always creating sales pages and every time they launch there's a different theme mm-hmm. right because when you have a different theme it just kind of livens it up so for that sort of personality perhaps getting photos every quarter would be worthwhile right because they just are constantly putting out content mm-hmm. on social media websites and email marketing so all that as a bundle you'd be surprised you know why do you need so many different photos of yourself it just creates interest yeah right and it just makes the content look fresh each time and it's like oh there she is again right (laughs) and when you show up all the time you stay top of mind you're showing you know that 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 you mean business and people will start like investing and leaning in So for other businesses that perhaps um, they have a more of an evergreen approach, it could be doing it once per year or when you have a different look, 
but right. I find that those type of businesses, they can probably go yearly or every um, year and a half. Okay. Right. Because your look does change. Your business does evolve. So you want your brand images to evolve alongside that. Okay. Right. Like things that you wear, interests, fashion trends change, like, especially now in this world, nowadays, everything's changing yeah. <laughs> and you may be coming out with a different service or product, you know, who knows, but aim to kind of, um, budget for it. Like once every two years, if you're someone who feels that you don't really need as much of a batch. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think just the reminder that we do want to update these, we don't want to be using the, our headshot from 10 years ago, especially if, you know, we've changed, our hair has changed, because when we show up live with people, that, you know, is not the current reflection of who we are. It's not good. <laughs> like, I, I like hear about it all the time from, you know, let's say girlfriends who are on dating apps and they're like, I'm so frustrated. I am going to quit for a little bit because the guys that I'm talking to, when I meet them in person, they look totally different. And the images are clearly from like over 10 years yeah. ago. <laughs> and then when I heard that, I was like, that's interesting because it, it turns off mm -hmm. the person and it also creates that feeling of distrust right away. Like, why wouldn't you just update it? Yeah. Like, why are you putting something <laughs> that is not a reflection of you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So do you have any other tips or advice that you like to share before we wrap up today? Um, I just feel that there's so much power in brand photos like you may wonder why do I need all these images of myself but I've seen clients create amazing success stories just from increasing their like online visibility you know like these images can be used for example in the setting of a podcast interview right so that you can really amplify your voice your message on different platforms but you have those images to help mm -hmm. promote it right? And it makes it easy to collaborate. There are clients who are getting featured in like magazines or in PR, like on the media, but all of that, you need those photos. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of, I just want you to shift your perspective on how you see it. Like it's more than just the photos. You're really setting yourself for the possibility of like abundance and growth in your business. So just kind of stepping into that mindset, I think will just really change how you see it. And um, yeah, like you're the author of your own story and your story really deserves to be told. Lovely. So as we wrap up, I always like to ask if you could recommend one thing to a friend, it could be business or otherwise, but what would that thing be? So being a solo business owner, it is very... It is very solo and it's, you know, and it can be lonely and because there isn't that kind of day-to-day -day banter that I would have when I would go into work at the bank, I would try to figure things out on my own. But my advice is to ask for help. If you're ever stuck, you know, you can either jump onto, you know, like social media or a Facebook group that you're part of or call up a friend or someone you know and just start asking for help because that is how you'll be able to move forward that's how you'll get used to being vulnerable and you'd be surprised at like when you have a supportive environment how you can just grow even yeah. faster it'll help save time and, and hardship <laughs> yeah so 
if people want to learn more and connect with you, where can they do that online? Where can they learn more about what you do? And I know that you have a freebie to share with people that they can download. So where can they find all of that? Yeah. So my website is pictonat.com and on the homepage, you'll have access to the links to the freebies. So one of them is how to plan a branding photo shoot to help scale your business. So I really break it down there for people who want to get an inside look on that. And then also the 12 ways to use your branding photos to make an impact. So that will really help give perspective on like, okay, is it really worth it? Because you'll see, like you can make an impact and start using your your photos right away and I give a checklist on those 12 ways so those are on the home page and then I'm very active on Instagram so it's Pictonet Branding Creative and then also on LinkedIn under Natalie and Lenny. Awesome well thank you so much for coming on the show today I'll link to everything in the show notes so that people can check it out but I'm so excited for people to listen to this conversation. Yes thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Process to Profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show.